0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, this coming Saturday, the United Nations Association of New Zealand's Otago branch is holding its AGM. I thought we'd take an opportunity just to find out a little bit more about the association and its presence here in Otago. Joining me now to talk a little bit more about that, Ruth Groffman. Ruth, uh Morena, great to have you with us. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. United Nations, people picture a a, a great gathering of international dignitaries from around the world, the flags flying and all the rest of it. Um, Perhaps uh, most of us probably don't know that the United Nations has a a presence of of the type that we have here in Otago. Perhaps uh, you could explain a little bit about the association
1: and your uh, affiliation with it. Okay, well, basically, there was a need was felt to have an Otago branch. And so last year, we actually launched um, this organisation, and it was a really wonderful, informative launch with plenty of speakers on climate change and ethical leadership and peace. We had eminent speakers at the time. Um, Basically, the idea here for United Nations is an informative nature to let people know about what United Nations does, either globally or locally. But from a local point of view, we want to do things that the community feel is beneficial for the community. So... um, I've actually promised um, to have about five workshops this year that have to do with the United Nations and a particularly one will be on um, human rights. I think that's such an important subject to talk about, especially youth for human rights. And there's also going to be... Um, a General Assembly um, mock-up, which we'll probably do at the university, and we'll do other topics that other people are interested in so that we can actually inform them what people who get together and unite and different nations who get together can actually achieve and do it in such a way that, It is full of peace and kindness.
0: Sounds wonderful.
1: In what way
0: does the local association or associations like ours here um, use the United Nations more more global presence as a guideline for um, what brings you together?
1: Okay. Um, Well... We can actually take advantage of different ambassadors from different countries um, and get them to speak in our area about what it is like for United Nations in that particular country. And that really opens our eyes as to what United Nations can do. Um, There are are a lot of sustainable goals that have been um, put together in the last couple of years for United Nations to achieve. And I think that if we concentrate on those, then we can work towards um, something really happening. These things are like um, more food available to everyone, Um, water situations... Um, fisheries, uh, you know, different things like that, in providing things for the community that are necessary, but may not be optimum at the
0: moment. So
1: you look at things like the UN Charter
0: and the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, uh, and you you say, w- in what way can we embody that at a local community level?
1: That's right, exactly. Uh, Do you want to know what way? Yes, that would be fantastic. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Well, it's basically putting out, you know, well, it's very much a peace thing. Mm. And and we have to generate peace all the time. It... um, Yeah, it's a working together with different people, different nations, and, um, you know, making sure that they're, well, we're aiming towards peace in the world. Ideally, we want a world without war. In order to have a world without war, it would be a good idea to spend the money that you'd normally spend on war for the other things that we feel are really necessary in this world to um, eliminate starvation. There is so much that is needed to make things better. Um, You could have um, United Nations representatives in different countries. You can have it um, for medical reasons um, to help eliminate um, different elements of starvation.
0: Yeah. Tell us a little bit about... um the, the challenge of putting an association together locally, establishing it and attracting um, people to it, because I guess that is um, that is one of the things that's ahead of you this year, to build up a local
1: presence? Yeah. Well, what we want is we want people who are interested in certain topics of their own, and we want them to come forth and tell us, well, what the, would they like us to inform everyone about? Um. And so I'm open to having the contribution of these topics, very much so. Um, So that's what is going to be discussed at the AGM, other than election of officers. It's going to be how are we going to plan to have everything that everyone needs this year. Um, We're also going to do... um, a school dance that has something to do with kindness and um, to make sure that there is a good transition between the last year of primary into the first year of high school. Yeah. In terms
0: of curriculum or in, in what ways?
1: Um, no, in, in terms of behaviour towards each other. Right. And... Um, you know, we, it just needs to be, um, the idea of the kindness needs to be perpetrated um, so that it continues in high school. Bullying is a big issue and um, and that's what we're really trying to eliminate
0: yeah so you 've struck on something really important there, and that 's young people you 'd be looking to try and build up membership uh, that includes younger representation
1: absolutely. in fact, if anyone let 's say wants to join young people it 's no cost whatsoever. Um, they just have to register in fact, there is a very strong young group you know in Wellington. But and I'd like to have that strong young group here. Um, we're going to be represented at Orientation Week, and um, see how much interest we can garner in that direction.
0: Mm.
1: This is an Otago
0: branch, so yes. there are branches around Aotearoa new zealand and and what affiliations do you have with those, or will you have with those?
1: Well, there's branches in Christchurch wellington auckland Taranaki um I've had contacts with several of them um to find out what they are doing and um, you know sometimes I feel that we're doing more than any of them <laughs> but um I get the idea that, um, you know, it starts off with a flourish and, um, and what we're really aiming to do is to maintain that flourish and to keep it going and keep the interest there all the time
0: these are challenging times internationally, aren't they? I mean, I suppose they always are in one way or another. But, you know, we, 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 we talk about war nearly every day in the, in the news. Um, we face uh, we a global pandemic that is continuing to unfold. The stresses and strains uh, are evident wherever we look. Uh, and you've mentioned the, the effects on global climate as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, you must when you're looking at the the work that you can potentially do lo- locally, perhaps get a little bit daunted at times about what we can take on.
1: Yeah, I think that's... You mustn't get overwhelmed by that. Um, sure, there's a lot happening overseas. However, I think what we need to concentrate is initially on the local level and what we can do locally, what we can join up with perhaps other organisations in order to produce an effective event that is going to make and influence other people to think perhaps globally. Um, you know, I and mean, we can all our do our bit, let's say, for Ukraine. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I knitted a teddy bear and I hadn't knitted for years and years and years. <laughs> um, so, you know, everyone can actually do something. But initially, I think we need to take on a role of education, of educating people about all these different topics so that they are aware of um, what each person can do, even on a, in a small basis.
0: You mentioned education. This is a university city. We have a Centre for Peace and Conflict Studies here. Are there some cross-pollination going on there?
1: Yes, um, we can use the staff in that area, and we already have done that. In fact, I think that's my best source of information. If I want speakers, I'll just go to university and I will just approach speakers that way. There are people there who are more than willing to impart their knowledge to the public, and I think this is a wonderful way of doing that rather than just, oh, well, you, if you're attending university, you'll go to lectures. These are things that the public needs to be aware of. So Saturday's
0: AGM is an important one, obviously for the for the, the reasons that AGMs always are. There's yeah. some official box ticking to do and uh, elections to be had, but this is a, a direction-setting opportunity as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. And everyone is welcome, whether you've received an invitation or not. Please come. All right. Tell us uh, when and where the AGM will be held. It's on Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, and it's at one o'clock at the Dunedin Public Library in the Dunningham Suite on the first fourth floor.
0: All right, things get underway at one o'clock. That's the United Nations Association of New Zealand Otago Branch AGM. Uh, Ruth Groffman, thanks so much for popping in and taking some time just to introduce uh, the association to us. Uh, I'd love to continue these conversations a little bit further down the track. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.